Welcome back to the Age Gap Realness Podcast. You have Natalie Workman as one of your hosts with Brandon Dawson. The one, the only man, myth, the legend, Brandon Dawson. I'm excited to be back in our studio. I've missed what's funny about being in somebody else's studio. I didn't realize how much I love these mics. At first, I gave Will quite a bit of shit about these mics. I thought that they looked, you know, just a little maybe older, a little archaic. And now I have come to really find comfort in these mics. I like our mics. I do it's too. Like whispering in your ear. Yeah, I get really close. Get really, really close. What would you whisper if you had to whisper? Something? I would tell you that I love you. I would tell you that I care. I would tell you that I'm not wearing any underwear. Oh, well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> Brandon actually sings to me every single morning. Uh, I'm a horrible singer. The first thing that we do when we wake up is I ask him for a song because I need a little and music I make to him get up on the fly. Oh, and they always sound just as good as that one did. <laughs> you guys get to experience it. Well, now that we're back in our studio and I feel very at home and comfortable, I would like to talk a little bit about the business concepts that you use to help business owners uh, and how we use them and apply them in our relationship. This is where the line between the B. Dawson show and the Age Gap Realness show kind of starts to get a little bit fun and interesting because both things like all of what we're talking about can be applied in both areas and your your show which everybody should go check out if you're a business owner if you want to own a business if you're an employee and want to figure out how to become a partner in the organization like listen to the B. Dawson show and hear about these concepts from strictly a business perspective and here you're hearing us how and how we talk about them from a relationship perspective one of your concepts uh, that you teach business owners is the three T's. There are three, three. and they all start with T, makes it really easy. Transactional, transitional, transformative. One more time. Transactional, transitional, and transformative. There are so many ways that you use this concept in order to create the impact that you're looking to create. Uh, and, and one of those ways is talking about how to move from a transactional mentality through transition, through that uncomfortable period in order to create some sort of transformation in your life. And we are going through a transitional time in order to get to a transformational time through this new business venture that we're doing with Cardone Ventures. And Jay-Z stole our thunder. Jay-Z stole our thunder. He stole our thunder. I thought we were on our run to a billion. Oh, he just hit it. Good Congratulations, for, Jay-Z. Good for Jay-Z. Spoke it into existence and put the energy oh. and effort into it and crushed it. Can we talk about Jay-Z for a second? Yeah. We went to his concert. We were second row. This was right after he released his 444 album. So that was about a year and a half ago. And halfway through his set... He starts talking to us as the audience about how when he was a young rapper, he would speak into existence a hundred million man. He would speak into existence that he was the greatest rapper of all time. He would start saying these in his raps prior to him being who he is. And when you listen to his music now, you're like, well, of course Jay-Z is these things. Like it, 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 you don't even question it. But at the time, he was making transformational statements about himself. It's exact, that's why I brought it up. He's been, he saw himself as a billionaire mm-hmm. 25 years ago. Yeah. 
And in and his music, he talks about it. And he talks about it. And the beauty is if you go listen to his music mm-hmm. and you listen to him as, as recent as that, that concert, mm-hmm. and he was saying, and even his current music, he said, I'm going over a billion. He's mm-hmm. been talking about it, talking, and he went over a billion. Went and over a billion. Look, if you don't speak it into existence, this is the biggest thing. It's like us and our relationship. Mm-hmm. If I'm not sitting there saying, this is the most perfect person for me, this is the person I'm spending the rest of my life with, this is the person I'm going to go conquer and dominate with. If I'm not saying that, then what am I saying? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm saying I enjoy her or I like her, those are all leading me to that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not focused on where we're going and I'm simply focused on where we're at, that's transactional, mm-hmm. right? Like how much joy does she bring me today? Uh, how much money does she make right now? Uh, what is she going to do for me lately? Mm-hmm. Like that's just living in transactional mm-hmm. and and. People live that way, and you can tell because you can see the – I've lived in that environment. You can see the engagement. Like if you're going to sit and nitpick on each other about every single thing, don't you think there's a probability that maybe the big picture won't happen? Would you say that the majority of people live in a transactional state? Yeah. They get up. They go to work. They come home. They cook dinner. They say, how was your day? Or they don't say, how, the, how was your day? They do it again tomorrow, and they talk about what has to happen the next day, how much they hate their job, or how much they don't like this, or how much they don't want to do that, blah, 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 blah. Instead of saying, this is just the path to get me to a billion. Mm. So, yeah, I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to bust through it. I'm going to perfect it. I'm going to learn from it, and I'm going to move to the next thing, and I'm going to keep learning because I got this big thing I'm moving to. I've got this remarkable relationship and this unbelievable lifestyle and this unbelievable career or whatever but they don't talk about that so they get bogged down in the now well and then i would also say that uh, yes a lot of people live in this transactional state but one thing that i love about this business concept is there's there's a, a subsect of people that also live in this transitional state but it's not transition that's leading to transformation like if you if you guys are imagining this if you're if you're listening on the podcast right now there's like it's trend transaction is kind of lower and transition is middle and transformation is up higher if, if you're what like I don't know That's XY axis yeah. yeah so if you're living some people do live in transition but it's not because they have this vision for how they're transforming they're living in this middle space because it's comfortable to always be talking about what they might be doing or what they want to do because they're a they're a little bit more involved than in the transaction but if they don't actually achieve the transformation, if they don't actually accomplish the goal, the goal and what they're trying to do, it, it is transactional because it's just constantly being but, well, in a state so, of flux. Yeah, so people like to live in what they call transition to use it as an excuse for yes. not doing the hard for things they need actually, to do yes, in the transaction moving towards transformation. Mm-hmm. If I'm sitting there saying, well, I'm thinking when I, and you can spot it a mile away, even with relationships. I mean, think about what a, what a person living in transition would sound like if they're in a relationship. Well, we're trying to figure it out. We're not quite sure. I want to try to make you happy, honey. And I want to make you happy. I'm going to start trying to do these things. I'm going to try to make you happy. I'm going to try to be a better person. I uh, Maybe ne- tomorrow we can start doing something different like like they're deferring and deflecting because they don't actually want to either say this is not right i'm gonna blow your mind or i'm gonna blow your mind yeah and we're gonna go to this other place right 
And so you can hear it when you're conversing with people. So the, the way you know someone's intentional when they're in transition mm-hmm. is they will always talk about, see, Jay-Z's been in transition Mm-hmm. Since he was a kid, because his goal was to get to a billion, mm-hmm. and he did it. Mm-hmm. And we saw in Beyonce's music, and we saw kind of it live out between the two of them. He made, in the process of doing that, a transactional mistake in yes. their relationship that could have pulled him away mm-hmm. from his transformation, mm-hmm. right? So, so. They had to fix that. Like my guess is they'd lost a little bit of momentum over the over a couple years because they were in flux. They went in their relationship to transition, mm-hmm. right? Because who knows what they were doing? I mean, I don't know what they were doing or talking yeah. about. But the I mean, point it's, is yeah. the point we is that was a transactional decision, not a transformational one. And he even talks about that in his music. I didn't know that we'd be talking about Jay Z this whole time, but I, I, mean, but I think I it's am awesome he went down over a billion. Yeah, me too. I'm down to talk about Jay-Z. In this album, 444, he talks about the moment when he is going to have to tell his children that these things happen. Yes. And he talks about like that that type of thinking is transformational. In the moment, the transaction like he was living in transactional. Because he's thinking thinking about big picture. You can tell when someone's thinking transformationally because they're talking about the future. They're talking about the big picture. They're talking about Mm -hmm. this thing that's going to happen or they need to do um, at some point, right? When they're talking about right now Mm -hmm. and they're only talking about right now and they're not referencing whatever that transformation is. And, you know, transformation has to have a result uh, accompany it. I mean, Jay-Z would not have transformed. Now, look, the fact that he made his first billion because I believe he'll multiply that, okay? Yeah, it's um, like, what ne- what's next? The transformation for him, people say, well, you shouldn't chase money. The The billion for him represented his lifelong effort and hard work and dedication and commitment and things he did successfully, the mm-hmm. mistakes he made and the reengineering himself. That's what the billion represented. It wasn't the money. The money, money follows success. Yeah. So going back to the relationship piece yep. of this, when you think about – How do you move a relationship? How do we move our relationship from moments of being transactional, wanting those things to happen right now, wanting you to treat me better, me to treat you better in the moment? How do you reframe it? How do we go about reframing it so that we're in this transitional state where we haven't achieved what we want, but we have this transformational goal. vision and picture that we work through every single day and, yep. and we slide up and down this scale in different moments in order to make sure that that happens. But when we're derailed or when there are moments like, I, I want to get into that stuff. Yeah. So you mean, uh, you, why don't you get into it? <laughs> I just want to say, though, the, the personal, professional, financial thing that we also talk about, like making sure people's goals are aligned. Yeah. I would say that one of the, that, that the way you and I have avoided the transaction, because we've had to endure quite a bit in the last few years, right? Like this whole thing has, we've been in transition, our relationships new, our age gap, how do we deal with it? All that stuff has put us into transitional mode, but we've never lost focus on the personal, professional, financial. We want to go out and crush it personally. We want to go out and crush it together. Right. Mm -hmm. And then Professionally, we both want to independently go crush our professional careers, and then we want to crush the financial area. And, and and what we have done when we get bogged down in the transactional activity in our life that starts to create stress and stuff, we immediately start talking about what our goals are. 
Yeah, you actually did this to me yesterday. We were on uh, a television segment, and I've been pretty honest on this uh, podcast about whether or not continuing to only talk about age gaps is putting too much of a uh, constraint constraint on my ability to, to be able to talk about other things and to, to do other things. Uh, and so from as we were driving home from that show, we were talking about the age gap on the show. And I'm very hard on myself because I want things done. Like I want the transformation to have already happened. Like sure. I am ready. I want you can to see push. It. You can feel it. You can. I can you see can it. I can feel it. it. I can taste it. I want to make those changes in order to make that happen. But as I got into the transactional piece of this is what I need to do in order to continue to do the age gap piece, but also build into the next iteration, you were like, wait, wait, wait. Like hold on. Let's take a pause here. Let me let, let me help you step out of transaction, move back to transformational, and point out that over the last 10 months since you launched this blog and you thought about this concept, these are all of the things that have happened that a year ago you would have said would have been transformational 12 months later. And you you walk that's what you did. You walked me through those things and reminded me to be patient in the transformational process, mm-hmm. but also to be grateful that we're building into progress. We're building into momentum. And I, I think that's the number one thing. It's easy. Everyone, I do it too. And you've done the same thing. You've reframed my thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your doing follows your thinking, right? Yes. So um, I think having clear expectations of what you want out of things like your relationship, your career, your financial contributions um, or, or accomplishments – the more clarity you have around that and the bigger that picture is, then surrounding yourself with people who, when you do find yourself in a negative transaction, because look, you have to be transactional to get movement, right? But when you go to negative transactional, which is literally pulling you away, mm. fear, anxiety, stress, friction, resistance. You know, Would you say that. on each one of those, I'm like still trying to visualize this and, and create a graphic, a very graphic oriented. Yep. If you think about transactional, would you say that there are three steps of positive transactional, neutral transactional, negative transactional, and the same for transitional with yeah, positive, I don't know neutral, how you negative. have a neutral transactional. I think you're either positive that or you're negative. That you're just like doing. You're just, you're you're doing things. You might not be negatively. Oh, got it. So you're, you're drifting. Yeah, like you're just yeah, drifting. You're just in drifter mode. Like it's not a really neutral transactional you off. person to me would be like a the average, like the average kind of energy of people to just not yeah. want to push forward and to create some sort of transformational. Yeah. To get stuck in a rut. Like we, yeah. we've talked about get yeah. stuck in a rut. That would be the neutral. Do you, yeah. Would you agree with that? I'm, I think so. I think, I think, I think at the very least, being honest with yourself or the person that's, you know, you love and saying, are you moving towards your positive transactional contributions? Are you doing nothing? Mm. It's, it's, to me, transactional means you're, you're doing something, right? Transact. Um, or are you transacting in a way that's pulling you away from your goals? Well, one thing that you and I have done well, and I, I say this with a little bit of caution, we don't do things for each other that aren't highly valued by the other person. And so with you, you don't 
you don't do things for me that I don't care about. Like if you went and uh, filled my car up with gas, like you know me well enough to know. Okay, maybe that's a really bad example because I really actually appreciate it when I you know fill you, up my car up with gas. You appreciate everything. I do. What, what, but what's something? I do the what's something you that appreciate. you? What's something that you don't do that I appreciate that you don't do? Uh, re ask that question. Uh, you give zero energy to acts of service, like love, love language style. Let's talk about love languages. Acts like of service. Like carrying your bags every time we go anywhere or putting them away or going to get new coffee every morning, uh, doing your laundry for you at times. Uh, when have those you done my laundry? Every once in a while. Uh, are those the kind of acts of service? But that's a good about? example. Like you don't do my laundry. Well, if you ask me to, I would. You're not doing a very good job of helping me make my point. Right well, I don't now. know what your point is. I'm <laughs> trying to get your point out of you. <laughs> you don't do things and you don't put energy into things that aren't going to make me happy. Yeah, you, I don't, you I don't worry about to. I mean, I, I don't do it maybe intentionally. I know what things make you oh, happy. See, my whole point was you, you do it intentionally. Just like I don't do things intentionally for you that I know aren't going to make you happy. I don't do your laundry because I know that that's not going to make you love me more. That's not going to add any oh, yeah. extra value into the relationship. Yeah, but you would if I asked you to. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to uh, – let's take the po- – can you help me frame this? Let's take the positive aspect of what you're trying to say. Okay. Oh, you want me to take it? Yeah. I, like mm-hmm. I do things specifically that I know make you happy. And yes. they can be and small you, things or And you or don't things. do things. But my point is I'm not, I'm not know, trying I'm to speak trying in the to, positive. I'm, try- I'm trying to speak in the negative. I know, the but opposite. if you speak in the positive, I can understand what you're trying to oh, say you can, in the negative. You, you can't just read my mind. I thought you just <laughs> always knew. You're so good at knowing exactly. Newsflash, age gap relationship. I can't read her mind. Boys are not good at reading girls' minds. Is that maybe this whole time I thought you just interrupted me just for the sake of interrupting me. But I was trying to clarify. Yeah, I was thinking that this because you were already in my head. You already knew. You already thought that I talked. You do talk. You talked. You talk. <laughs> Whatever. He's just trying to poke fun at me. Okay, back to what we were saying, though. Yes, what What are you saying? I don't know. Now I'm all sorts of confused. Yeah, me too. So I was trying to use the positive. We do things for each other that we know the other one appreciates, which means we don't spend our energy trying to fabricate doing things and then say you owe me or or you have to or I don't know what the heck you're trying to say but we don't maybe, maybe <laughs> neither, this one isn't us, a... neither one of us worry about the things that the other person doesn't worry about That's I what, will we're f- figure out a better way to articulate this later for those of you listening or for those of you watching maybe what you can take away from this that Brandon and I aren't fully aligned on at this moment is I, what I do believe we do well is is not putting energy into things that don't matter to the other person. Like you, and you put even, that into the three T's. So yeah, 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 yeah. So for for the the daily things, the transactional things, in order to make the relationship transformational, like take off all of the things that you do that you think are contributing to the good of the relationship that actually are a, a net neutral. Like, don't do the neutral things. Do the things, do the 20% that's going to re- yield 80% yeah. of the result. I think that's the best way to clarify oh, it is. Oh, God, thank heavens. Do the 20. Oh. Instead of trying to do everything and be everything, do the things that matter the At least do the things that matter the most. And then, like, I screw up because you love cards. And i not good at getting cards and writing. But when I do do it, it's you love it so much. Mm-hmm. Like you're just blown away by it, right? You get emotional because I don't do it as much as you'd like because it's something I forget or I'm not good at doing it. 
But then when I do do it, you really appreciate it, right? Oh my gosh, it's my favorite thing, cards and flowers. When's the last time you sent me flowers? Well, we're never any place more than two days. This is his go-to I hate leaving and watching these gorgeous flowers that are so full of life Uh get thrown in the garbage can because the cleaning ladies are, no, we're not there. He did buy me those those fake roses. (laughs) This is a good story. You've had it for four years now or three years. No, baby, I threw them away. Um, He... Let me tell. Let me finish telling the story. Flowers die. Okay. I don't like things that die. Can I tell you this? This is really funny. For my birthday two or three years ago, I saw those fake roses that everybody's seen in the box that last for a year. And I told Brandon like three days before my birthday, I was like, I would love these. Then you don't have to buy me flowers every single day. I can just have these flowers. But I'm specific because that's my personality. I told him I want black roses in a black box. And he like pretends like he doesn't listen to me. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm like, okay, fine. Maybe he won't get these for me. Lo and behold, it is my birthday and this big box comes. And I'm so excited because I know that it's the same size as my flowers. So I go to open this box and I just, I like all black. I'm a very, like, I like chic things in that way. Brandon, bless his heart, decides to get the box roses, check, good job, but with the red, bo- with the red roses, black box, red roses, a heart, with a, heart. a neon pink heart in the middle of them. Like she it, had to look at that thing for three years. It could be more cliche and just the highlighter, like neon pink was n- not my favorite. It was like my least favorite thing. Yes, it is the thought that counted in that moment. Uh, but I, I actually- that she'd say that I'm not allowed to order flowers anymore after screwing that up. That would be like me shrinking all of your clothes, which I did do early on in the relationship. Mm, hey, all my shirts were shrunk down a couple sizes. <laughs> Scorch on the dryer isn't a good thing. That's when you know you should do your own laundry. Oh, is that how you knew? Mm-hmm. I just I just figured you came to that fit. all. Yeah, I'm glad you came to all that by yourself. Hint to ladies who don't want to do their man's laundry. Burn all their clothes in the dryer and they won't ask you to do it again. <laughs> Brandon's never asked me to do his laundry ever again. No. Never once. I shrunk I all of his own. shirts and he never asked me again. I do mine or the cleaning lady does it. It's a good tip. I like that one. Uh, back to back to the three T's. Back to transactional, transitional, and transformative. The flower buying is something that is actually, for me, as you know, a transformative uh, element of our relationship and you you do I mean I'm joking with you right now you you are a million times better than anybody else I've ever been with about actually giving me flowers and giving me cards like it's it's not when, when you were 12 <laughs> <laughs> we just did an interview with the news station and the oh first question gosh. they let out with is what age were you when you first met Brandon? And she said, 12. And then <laughs> I couldn't speak. <laughs> Brandon froze after that. Like, it's oh, his no. least favorite part of our story is the fact that we uh, met when I was 12. But this woman's point was, guys, that that's the hook. Like, that's the best part of the story is that you were 12. Uh, I just, you know, Brandon I just made this so face. <laughs> Obviously, there was no way the world would have known we were going to end up having this conversation. No, no way. Isn't, isn't life a beautiful thing? Uh, you're beautiful. I know that. Well, I love doing the show with you because it gives us a chance to go back in our own mind and revisit how we can be better people for each other, too. Mm. So when it comes to moving from transitional and us, I'm sorry, transactional to transformative, I started the show by saying we are in a transitional time right now with the new business venture that we're working on and figuring out 
clarity and roles and responsibilities and how this feeds into the 10-year picture that we've already established for ourselves, uh, I would like to give some really tangible tips as to how we're navigating this big change, fairly large change in our life, and how we're staying focused on the transformational while still doing the transactional things in a positive way that need to get done in order to to lift us there. Can I just, one little thing? Yeah. Not putting ourselves under, like not putting ourselves under pressure. Like for example, one of the questions we get asked is, when are you guys getting married? Mm. And we say to people, when these things are checked off our box because we recognize that by the time we do that, we don't want any of the other pressures like starting a new business, building a house in Arizona, like all the things that are going on, you starting your stuff, me doing my things. Mm-hmm. We don't want the we don't want to add any pressure to it. So mm-hmm. we're perfectly fine saying when these things are stabilized, mm-hmm. then we're going to go because we want that to be a celebration of everything else we're doing, right? Someone actually I haven't told you about this. Somebody very close to us, I was explaining this to them last week of why we're not getting married yet and how I want to build into all these things. And he he proceeded to kind of tell me that it's never going to be the right timing. And I can, in my mind, imagine all of these things that will come together for that moment. But at some point, you just have to do it and get it done. And I told him at the time, I said, this is terrible advice. <laughs> yeah. That's someone with a low belief lid. <laughs> but I said that. I, I was like, this is not... This is not the exact opposite of how I'm thinking it to be because I I do very much live out this process and believe in this process that we're going through. And part of the podcast, part of why we're recording this and why we have almost these weekly check-ins with each other is to be able to look back and say for other relationships, when we hit these goals that we're talking about, when we create a billion-dollar net worth, when we buy a plane, I can hardly wait to be able to take the sound clips from these episodes. Yeah. Well, it's Jay-Z. And I mean, show, who, yeah. Who wouldn't want to be Jay-Z singing about something for 20 or 30 years, and having your lyrics, to be and on then you stage. do it, you accomplish it, and then he gets to go, hey, for anybody that doesn't believe in the ability mm-hmm. to manifest and create, mm-hmm. because you're your actions follow your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're thinking about is where you're going to end up. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's the transformation, right? What are you actually spending your time thinking about? One of the things that I really appreciate about you is we've conditioned ourselves that when we are in transactional mode, because you can be under pressure, you've got things you're trying to do, they're stressed, and we start taking it out on each other, a lot of times we'll just start laughing because we'll realize, okay, we're in transaction mode. Mm-hmm. We are completely and entirely not focused on the important things because we're engaging each other at a level it's just stupid to do mm-hmm. because we're not adding value to each other and we'll literally midstream stop and we'll start laughing and then we'll go all right what are our big goals we'll reset what do we need to do to move through it part of it is acknowledging that you're under pressure yep. like in trans transform I'm sorry in transactional moving to transformative there is so much pressure well, on your time is, right? yeah and and just acknowledging taking that in having it be what it is in that moment i've been watching uh charlie charlie rocket have yeah. i ever talked about charlie rocket i'm on a winning I'm streak i'm on a winning streak you guys anybody we well, i don't know how to tag it on the podcast but yeah. you should follow charlie rocket at charlie is his at instagram charlie. he talks about in his mind when he wakes up every morning a lot of people just go on their phone and check instagram and start scrolling through their feed and then like looking at their own photos and things like that yeah no but i'm talking specifically with instagram he says when i wake up in the morning every single morning i'm imagining what i'm posting like the experiences i'm creating 
that have already happened. Like I'm pretending like whatever his goals are, he has a variety of them that he shares, his weight loss goals, his his goals to be a Nike athlete, his goals to run across America, all these things. Uh, like I've imagined that it's already happened. And so in the moment when you're in this transition, I, I love this tip of you imagine those things happening as if they've already happened. Or he has this white wall where he says, I'm going to be a speaker. I'm going to do 100 speeches this year. And he wakes up every morning and he imagines with this white wall, he signs uh, the place and the date of each of the speeches that he's doing. He's like, this wall is already full. Like, even I know you even guys see a white yeah. wall. Yeah. This wall is already full. I can already see every speech I'm going to have. And it takes the pressure off momentarily when you kind of step up and kind of breathe of, I'm going to get there. This is a moment that's transition. Happen. You can't end somewhere. Jay-Z would have never made a billion if he was talking about just surviving and writing one good song mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Like you have nothing to move to, mm-hmm. right? So what you're saying and what Charlie's showing is that visualization, intentionality, speaking about it, then in transaction, doing stuff, right? Always, and then when it's hard, instead of saying, instead of saying, well, I'm not going to do it then. You're saying, okay, well, I'm going to work through it. Part of, if I'm going to transform, if I'm going to learn to make a billion, I got to learn to make a hundred grand. Mm. If once I master making a hundred grand, then I can try to master, or I go to mastering a million. Mm-hmm. And once I master making a million, I try to master, or I go after mastering 10 million. It's the incremental. It's the incremental improvement. And maybe you never get to a billion for those that go, well, money's not everything. Well, no, but the discipline, the accountability, the hard work, the self-challenging, the self-growing, the self-developing, all that is what allows you to grow. So when someone immediately says, well, money's not everything, it means they're unwilling to do those things because who right now, if someone walked over to him and said, I'm going to hand you a check for a billion dollars, would say, no, money's not everything. I mean, I don't, I don't know anybody, but I don't associate people who don't put value on that. I'll tell you, anybody got an extra billion you want to throw my way, then I could be worth $10 I could get my first billion, then I go to my next. I love it. That sounds (laughs) Otherwise, I'll just go earn it. You'll what? I'll just go earn it. Oh, go earn it. Go earn it. Go earn it. Transaction, transition, transformative. And people that love to live in transition by using it as an excuse for not actually doing anything, then that's the negative aspect of transition. I would like to make one final point with this when you're talking about transitional. uh, The fear of being in a positive transitional space is if you don't get to a billion, like you might get laughed at or let's talk about like more tangible goals if you don't lose the weight but you've put it out there that you're going to lose all of this weight and you're going to be 30 pounds lighter or if you put out there like me recently I put out there that I want to learn how to dance if I start having these if I start putting posts out there where I'm a shit dancer but then I never move to the place of being better it's like a little embarrassing so there's that fear of always living in it living in uh that that like that embarrassment but that's thinking negatively about it instead of saying i'm going i'm so going to commit to this transformational goal this this big picture that there's no way that i can fail in that process because even though 
I might not be the best dancer. You're going to see me put all of the work in to do that. With this guy that we're talking about, Charlie, he's committed to all of these things and he's very transparent about his process for losing weight. And he's like, I'm still not losing as much weight as I want to, but I'm doubling down. So you watch people put in the hard work in order to make that happen. And if you're willing to do the hard work, then it's not embarrassing. No one can ever say when they can see you striving no one can say you're not trying but, but they and have to see in, the hard work and you have in, to commit to the hard work it's in the trying that breakthroughs happen it's in the failures this is another the failures are okay that's just part of if you're using the failures to identify how it failed and what you're going to adjust the failures are the things you have to have failures and you have to diagnose them to move forward so when people are sitting there judging we talked about judgment when people are judging you because they don't see, they don't see the improvement, doesn't mean you're not trying. But if it, it really this is a personal thing, or in a relationship, how much it's like saying you want to have a better quality of life and you want to engage each other better, and no one's actually trying to develop themselves. Mm-hmm. Or saying that you want to be a billionaire, but you sit on the beach in Cabo all day and don't put any work into actually doing that. Like, yeah, it's not going to happen. It's, it's not going to happen. It's not real. So no. then it's embarrassing to talk about it. But if you're willing and able. And committed to doing the hard work, doing the hard work in your relationship. Like some th- sometimes working on our relationship is not always fun and happy and exciting and pretty. Like there's there's hard work involved. There's moments of challenge or there's moments of struggle. But it's saying we're going to have the most amazing relationship. I'm willing to do these things and I'm willing to commit to this process because this goal is what's important to me. I agree. The three T's of better and more impactful communication. I think it's about relationships, babe. It's not communication. Oh, sorry. That was the business brand. <laughs> business brand just came on. Did you guys watch the business brand and voice? Did you? I, I think you can hear it or see it, depending on how you're consuming this content. Can you do it one more time? This is Brandon Dawson. The three T's of better, more significant, impactful communication. That's not really the business brand. That is totally the business brand. All right, guys. Until next week, make it a great one. Love doing the show with you, babe. Thanks for being my co-host. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.